So I feel like there was a period of time, you know, when I look back where I looking at how much I love myself now, I look back and I really don't think I loved myself the way that I deserved. But I feel like it was a part of the journey. And now, you know, it's it's crazy how you can fall so deeply in love with yourself. But yeah, like there was a time where like I really struggled, you know, with my stretch marks. I wasn't I really did like them, I'll be honest. I was not a fan. Um, and then, like, being so smart and being outspoken, like, I sometimes felt, like, I don't know, alienated in some ways. But, you know, when you're a teenager, you take on the opinions of others, and it, like, eats at you until you feel compelled to change to fit in. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're outspoken, you maybe might quiet yourself a little bit and like not share your opinion as much and i feel like with social media too it kind of shows this narrative of like studies show like oh smart women can't get men or like how black women get swiped left more often on tinder and like how funny women are alone and it's just like it you it slowly like brainwashes women i feel like to change who they are to like fit into bullshit you know stereotypes of women and i feel like that got to me on some level and it made me not be me and as a result i felt like really unhappy like i was draining because i felt like i wasn't free to really be me and i could feel like it was constraining me I knew I, I knew something needed to change, but ultimately I realized what was wrong were patterns of thinking in my head that needed to be fixed. That there, I spent a lot of time, you know, with myself, just reflecting on myself and how I thought about myself and the things I would think to myself, and I would have hard conversations with myself as to why that was, and I had to be honest in those self reflections because I wanted to help myself. It's weird because it's like being your own therapist but I, I thought it was important to really challenge the narrative that I had in my head toward myself like if I got something wrong like why would my immediate response be like stupid or like you know what I mean just like little things like that that I had to be like wait 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 wait. like why are you why are you responding to yourself in that way like it's okay to get something wrong like chill you know um and it's hard to tell yourself the truth about your pain because oftentimes it's left unsaid it's things that people said to you that you didn't realize really bothered you or really got under your skin but did and to go back and really address them and to reflect on those instances and be like oh like that was the reason that I feel this way now like it, it allows you to look back and be like well she you know younger me was silly she didn't really know what I know now that doesn't that's not true you know what i mean and then you can kind of erase that uh break that mental pattern oftentimes in our own head we put the burden of our pain and suffering onto others when we really are the ones punishing ourselves for the actions or wrongdoings of others so it's like you know those people have moved on they are not concerned about what they did to you 10 years ago or whatever and but you are still lingering with that pain you're still thinking about that event you're still playing that event over in your head and you become your own conqueror without realizing it and every day you punish yourself with negative self-talk that echoes the language of others that were was said to you at a very young age and 
it's interesting because you don't realize like how these patterns of negative self-taught are rooted in your consciousness like they just show up and they're there and you don't really question like where they came from until you really sit down and you ask yourself like who are the people telling you these things and then you can realize like oh <laughs> no bueno like a lot of those self-talk words were taught to you like you didn't know how to be mean to yourself you know what i mean like someone was mean to you and you internalized that vocabulary the sad part is that negative self-taught was taught by someone you admired. So it was a peer, a parent, a teacher, a guardian, some authority figure. And often they said those things to you because they are projecting their own pain and insecurities, often unconsciously. We are each so unique that that fact alone should explode love for who we are. And yet it doesn't. Like, we don't value our own uniqueness. Like, we're all diamonds, bro. Like, none of us are, like, we are literally all diamonds. We're all rare. Every single one of us is rare. Rarer than a diamond. Like, think about that. Like, you're rarer than a diamond. Like, there's nobody like you. Nobody has ever existed like you. Like, bruh. And yet... We admire people that break free and are authentically them through the judgment and the glory, but rarely apply the same freedoms to ourselves. Like, we love people that are authentic. We love people that are real. But are you real? Are you being authentic? Not all the time. Or at least I wasn't all the time. You know, and as an Indian... I was always raised with the question, like, what will people think? So for years, I minimized myself because I was trying to uphold a fictional status for my family. Make us uncontroversial so that everyone admired who we were and what we represented, which was, you know, a good, happy, healthy family, which I assume like every family is, you know, striving for that image or whatever. But I realized, you know, a good, happy, healthy family is one where every member can be who they are and it doesn't limit the love you give or receive. And instead, what happened was I muted the real me who is a good person, but isn't perfect. You know, I'm a curious soul that likes to learn and explore and voice her thoughts, even if others don't agree. Like, I'm curious and I just want to, you know, dance naked in the rain and be free and smoke a J and just relax and vibe to good music and eat like amazing food with the people that I love the most. And I just want to create and make the world better and more loving and more open. But I had become obsessed with people liking me and people understanding me that I just stopped being me, trying to please them, trying to show them how good I was and it never worked and I never felt understood or seen or even liked and it felt exhausting trying to play a good girl and I just wanted to be me. So I had to tell the truth to the people I loved most and hope they wouldn't reject me and the funny thing is they loved me more for just being me and it felt like such a relief to just be myself again. And it's crazy because I feel like when you're a baby, you don't think to be anybody but yourself but somewhere you grow up and you become self-aware and you realize that there are things about you that other people find weird and for some reason you think to minimize them about yourself to fit in and the older I get I realize like there was no point I didn't have to minimize myself ever 
but it isn't easy and there are many instances I still feel the compulsion to quiet my voice not to cause problems not to complain not to speak up and every time I fail myself it hurts and I keep doing it until I simply couldn't anymore like I had to speak up because the words were begging to be released by my lips and once they were out It wasn't scary anymore. Like I realized I couldn't expect people to know me if I was hiding myself from them. I had to realize that my uniqueness is valuable and beautiful. And I owe it to the world to just be myself. Owning who you are is scary because it means most people will not understand you and you will be alone a lot. But fuck it. I'd rather have one real friend than a bunch of annoying fake bitches that I don't even like or could tolerate. I had to apologize to myself for all the pain that I was causing myself and I had to make peace and let it go. And that takes many nights and many shedded tears. But it was beautiful to see that little girl inside me emerge unscathed and full of love. Like she had never left me. She was just waiting for me to realize how special she was and to love her and protect her. And fuck, it feels so good to just love myself again. Like really love myself, not just say it because you're supposed to say it, but mean it within. Like, like I don't care if I fit in. I don't care if people like me. I don't care to be understood because I know myself. Like I know my intentions and that is enough. Do I still sometimes look at my stretch marks and think, damn, I wish my ass was smooth like a peach? Sometimes. But even then I remind myself that I am perfect just as I am. My stretch marks add to my journey of being. And I'm grateful to have a body that does so much for me. And when I think that my heart fills with love for myself, I can't help but smile when I see my reflection because, damn, What a beautiful soul I am. Loving yourself is hard, but probably the most meaningful work you can do. Plastic surgery can make you see a different face when you look in the mirror, but you can't lie to yourself. Your genes are still the same. What you think of yourself is more important than what anybody else thinks. And we need to stop telling kids they need to fit in. They need to be told to just be themselves first and always. The right tribe will find you if you stay true to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chatterbox. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to show your support by subscribing to this podcast and leaving us a review. Follow us on Instagram at the.chatterbox for teasers and updates.